Well, still nothing to really report regarding what the FBI was after at Mar-a-Lago. Nevertheless, it's dominating the headlines for the third day now. And interesting that it's allowed the mainstream propaganda outlets to put Trump at the top of their headlines again, which is always beneficial for them. But the only thing I could find was this from the Gateway Pundit headline, firearm brandishing FBI was reportedly after a cocktail napkin, a birthday menu, letters, memos, maps, and more when storming President Trump's Mar-a-Lago. By Joe Hoft, one of the founders of the Gateway Pundit. What? What? When the FBI stormed Mar-a-Lago, they were reportedly after a cocktail napkin, letters, memos, maps, and a birthday dinner menu. The list of things that the FBI may have been after, as leaked to the corrupt Washington Post, includes the following random items. And then uh, a screen grab of a tweet from Sarah Westwood at Sarah C. Westwood. An unprecedented FBI raid for cocktail napkins and birthday dinner menus. And see, they just keep hammering this same ridiculous crap. And it's like, okay, you're not helping your credibility here. The inventory of unclassified items in the boxes that were recovered earlier this year from Mar-a-Lago is roughly 100 pages long. According to a person familiar with that document, Descriptions of items that were improperly taken to Mar-a-Lago include a cocktail napkin, a phone list, charts, slide decks, letters, memos, maps, talking points, a birthday dinner menu, schedules, and more. This, this person said, speaking on the condition of anonymity, to discuss details of the ongoing investigation. And then we have a clip from another publication, Red State. And then we have Opinion Speculation. And that's it. No admissions. No uh, released warrant documents. That's all been put under seal. By the Justice Department. And Chris Rayan comes out and he's got an attitude because he doesn't like that people are mad at him for, you know, operating the thug brigade for the Banana Republic. I don't know. I have too much sympathy. Not for Chris Ray specifically, but just for people that want to keep doing their jobs as normal. I mean, it is it is the thing that's gotten us into this troubling place that we're in right now. But man, I mean, don't you just I mean, don't you just crave things going back to normal? I know I do. So it's hard for me to blame Chris Ray for just being like, uh, I mean, because Biden could fire him tomorrow. Doesn't have to have cause. The media would, I mean, it'd be interesting. It really would if 
Biden decided that he was going to can Chris Ray for this thing because it's, I mean, that's team, that's team left. I would say team Dem, but I don't, I mean, I feel, I share a lot of, of, you know, Democrat persuasion. I don't agree with everything that the Republicans like. And I feel sorry for Democrats because I think the list of policies that normal everyday citizen Democrats support coming from the left is getting smaller and smaller. I know it is for me. I mean, I, I look at the news and I think, what are these people doing? <laughs> what are they what are they trying to accomplish that isn't destroying the country? I mean, present your argument. Show me why I shouldn't believe that the Marxist left that's in control of the country isn't working tirelessly to run the country into the ground. To make the country ripe for pillage and plunder by foreign adversaries. And why isn't Saudi Arabia and not necessarily Saudi Arabia, probably Iran, Pakistan. Why aren't they in the conversation? Because I'm fairly certain some of the propaganda elements that we are experiencing mainly the normalization of pedophilia and transsexualism is being seeded by elements in the Middle East for reasons that I've discussed on previous previous shows go back and check them out listen to them they're free on soundcloud my platform of choice so far they've managed to stay out of the controversy when it comes to things like that unlike other platforms like spotify so keep it down all right but share the show (laughs) just don't talk about soundcloud Right? We don't want to mess up a good thing. But speaking of messing up a good thing, we have a report. I think the information is actually a little dated, although I haven't read the entire article. It's out of Just the News, written by Ben Whedon. Headline Whistleblowers Revealed Widespread FBI Misconduct Ahead of Trump Raid. Prior to the FBI's raid Monday on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, a string of whistleblower reports alleged that senior officials at the FBI exhibited a pattern of bias in their handling of politically sensitive investigations and also reclassified cases without justification to substantiate the White House's public narratives on crime and extremism. You may have heard this story that these numbers were being manipulated to live up to what was called the greatest threat to 
American exceptionalism by the corrupt Biden DOJ at the beginning of his administration, which was domestic terrorism and white nationalism. Beginning in late May, Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley called attention to then-Washington Field Office Assistant Special Agent in Charge. What a title. <clears throat> Timothy Tabal over political bias concerns. Tabal expressed support for several highly partisan opinion articles on LinkedIn and made a series of politically charged social media posts, according to Grassley, who referred Tabal to the Office of Special Counsel to address the federal agent's potential violations of the Hatch Act, which bars government officials from partisan political activity. <laughs> There's an act! There's an act that bars government officials from partisan political activity? That's the biggest news I've read this year. Concerns surrounding Tabalt escalated in July. That guy's last name just keeps screwing me up. Concerns surrounding Tabalt escalated in July as whistleblowers came forward claiming Tabalt's partisan persuasion directly impacted his work at the Bureau. While seeking approval from FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland to open an investigation into Trump's 2020 presidential campaign, Tabalt withheld from them that his predicating evidence was based in substantial part on information from a left-aligned organization, according to Grassley's office. In a separate instance, whistleblowers claimed Tabalt worked to falsely discredit evidence against President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and prevent the Bureau from investigating him. Quote, whistleblowers have told my office that the FBI maintains many sources that have provided extensive information on Hunter Biden, Grassley said in August. That information allegedly involves potential criminal activity such as money laundering. According to allegations, the underlying information was verified and verifiable. However, instead of greenlighting inv investigative activity, the FBI shut it down. Grassley also pointed to Robert Pilger of the election crimes branch, who he alleges was a vital aid to Tabalt in his efforts to open the investigation into Trump. Former Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue, the Iowa Republican, noted, testified that Pilger's conduct frustrated the department's ability to properly op operate the election crimes branch. Tabalt Gressley confirmed was reassigned to an unspecified posting prior to the Bureau securing a warrant to raid Trump's estate. Sources briefed on the raid confirmed to just the news that the agents came from the Washington field office in which Tabalt was serving until just days prior. Do you need more evidence? Should I keep going? In late July, whistleblower reports emerged that Bureau supervisors were pressuring agents to reclassify cases under the label of domestic Violent extremism, DVE, without substantive justification in order to support White House narratives. There it is. And then there was a big hullabaloo about this uh, memo that went out 
with the flags. You remember hearing about that? The don't tread on me flag, the Betsy Ross flag, among others. Patriotic symbols are being designated as terrorism indicators. So do you think the 87,000 new members of the IRS are going to operate with the same kind of ethics? I do. I think they hired 87,000 IRS agents to silence dissent. Another threat against your ability to speak freely. And where do you think that's coming from? I think it's coming from offshore. I think it's coming from foreign interests. I think the dirt from Hillary Clinton's email servers, the dirt from Hunter Biden's laptop, maybe even the dirt from Anthony Weiner's laptop is in the hands of foreign agents and it's being held over the heads of our elected leaders to manipulate them into essentially running our country into the ground for all intents and purposes. And so our FBI and now the IRS are going to be used against dissenting voices. Mine and yours. They push the propaganda out on MSNBC and CNN to say, oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry about those 87,000 agents. You could fill three basketball stadiums. With that many new IRS agents. This is somebody broke it down. It's like almost 2,000, like 1,740 IRS agents per state. And Ro Khanna comes out and says, hey, if you pay your taxes, you got nothing to worry about. We're just leaving off the part where if you're a conservative or even just a freedom-loving American, they're coming after you. They're going to ruin your life. It occurred to me yesterday also, The effort to keep us separated, keep us out of public venues using this COVID propaganda. Further separates us by keeping us in our own political bubbles. This is why I can't go along with a lot of the, I mean, not a lot of the Republican talking points. Because I don't, I, even though I don't want to consider myself a Republican, I still align more with Republicans and conservative values than I do Democrats or liberal values. And that just proves the point that we must have conversation with each other. 
but we've been effectively sequestered in our own political bubbles. So now Democrats and Republicans alike become very hostile when it's time to discuss alternate points of view, especially on the really scathing issues like abortion. And it's the fault of our elected leaders that we never hear the word compromise. And that's the fault of the media. And social media. Those institutions are fueled by hate and controversy. What's controversial about compromise? What's controversial about acceptance? And isn't it interesting how they they preach acceptance when they push the other side into vehement hatred. And then we go, hey man, what is don't it's like screaming, please stop hitting me while they're sitting on top of the, when they're sitting on the person's chest, blasting them in the face. It's really gross and insidious and effective. Because we're on the we're on the brink of civil war. And maybe it's already here. Tim Poole likes to pontificate all the time. When will they say the new civil war started? He loves to talk about the civil war. You know, the coming, the 21st century civil war. They're going to say it started on January 6th? I don't think so. I mean, January 6th, there's this article right here. January 6th hearings not impacting public opinion. And then there's a poll that shows that the opinions, the opinions held about January 6th have shifted between like one and 4% on, on all, all issues with only 23% of people polled saying they were paying a lot of attention, which equals what about 12% on each side left and right. They failed. They failed with their January 6th hearing. It's like they failed with everything else. Don't be discouraged. Although I do predict that Donald Trump will be in handcuffs. I don't see how they can go any other way. And that could be the beginning of the real conflict. Because I don't see people sitting idly by. I mean, it's been days. It's been days since the raid. And we have news about birthday menus and cocktail napkin notes. So who knew about it? That's what I want to know. They say Joe Biden didn't know about it. Merrick, Gar uh, Merrick Garland, the United States Attorney General. The new Bill Barr say he didn't know about it. And it was an independent 
an independent operation. The Department of Justice maintains its independence, its sovereignty. So I guess that means they can do whatever they want and they can be the Gestapo for the Biden regime. And after they raid your after they raid your house and take your weapons, the IRS will come in and audit your finances and ruin your life. So you better shut down your podcast. You better quit posting offensive memes on social media. And you better just keep your head down and keep quiet because otherwise the political left will ruin your life with the force of the federal government. Isn't that exciting? And the word from the Republican camp is hold the line, steady as she goes, keep your chin up, and go vote. So I guess we'll try that. I'll be back. Goodbye.